2: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pain TV slash Gold. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, folks, we're going to jump right back into this. Remember, we are listening to journalist Stephen Kinzer talking about MKUltra. Let's continue.
3: Let's start with, what was the mission of MKUltra?
0: During the early period of the Cold War in the late 40s and early 1950s, the CIA became paralyzed with a fear that communists had perfected some kind of a drug or a potion or a technique that would allow them to control human minds. This was actually a greatly exaggerated fear, but it played on something cultural that affected everybody that grew up in the early 20th century. We were fed a lot of books and movies about the idea of mind control, that you could hypnotize someone or give someone a drug that would make them do something that otherwise they would never do. and seized by this myth the CIA not only believed that communists had approached or reached this holy grail okay let's pause
2: there for a second so again like i said i do not based on my research and based on my beliefs and based on what i know about our government believe believe that our government and the CIA in particular was uh, fooled by movies and such of which we had a part in actually creating. Uh, that, that was the propaganda. So- spread around the country to brainwash to mind control people into believing that our enemies had this magic juice to be able to mind control people. And therefore, just like with the cyborg soldier program, we're looking at the government ran this propaganda campaign to get people on the on board with this idea so that the government then had an excuse, sort of a reason to go and develop this themselves. So you're supposed to believe at the highest levels of the CIA that these guys who control the world, really, had uh, fallen trapped to some movie or some sci-fi book that the Russians, the Soviets, um, the commies had this mind-controlled juice. And so that is the story that Stephen Kinzer helps uh, push. And one of the reasons why I'm going into this and analyzing this podcast is I made a decision that I'm not going to pursue steven kinzer although he is put out there as the foremost expert on um mk ultra and the reason why is because i just find way too many holes in kinzer's research and the fact that he does not connect it into what's going on today that i i I don't want to say this it's my opinion that that kinzer is sort of running cover, possibly, running cover for some people. And so this is just a nice little narrative that is released into the public via uh, Stephen Kinzer back in 2019. Coincidentally, at the same time that the Cyborg Soldier paper comes out and the government starts to talk about how we have to sort of propagandize people, the civilians, into accepting this you know, brain tapping, uh, brain interfaces that Cyborg Soldier is going to be focused on. And so how do you do that in part? Well, you put together something like this. This could be one of many campaigns. And you release it out there into the wild and you say, well, this horrible Dr. Gottlieb did these terrible things. And it was because the government really thought that we were protecting ourselves from the commies. And so then when this stuff comes up later it's two different things one is good one is bad but this one was just missteps and it was it was all done unwittingly and they were really just patriots trying to protect America. You see, it's just the way my brain works. So I'm not interested in having Stephen Kinzer on the show, but I will analyze this podcast because it does serve a purpose for where we're going with this. Let's continue.
0: But that the CIA should also find out a way to do it. So MKUltra was a project lasting up to 10 years in which the CIA sought to find ways to control the human mind. They wanted to be able to a truth serum that would make uh, prisoners say everything they knew. Also an amnesiac that would make people forget what they had done. And most important, a technique or a drug that would allow the CIA to direct agents to carry out acts like sabotage or assassination and then forget who had ordered them to do it or even that they had carried out the actions at all. Okay,
2: so when you hear Kinzer talking about those things, right, the ability to make prisoners remember everything and tell you with a truth serum, the ability to wipe your mind of certain events, the ability for you to go out and assassinate somebody and then forget who gave you the orders, was that not all the stuff that Dr. Charles Morgan III was talking about in his lecture to the West Point Military Academy? Of course it was. It was the same stuff. So the fact that it's this program, as he says, ended in the uh, early 60s, it just ended, it was gone, it was a failure, it didn't happen. Um, Well, let's let's see what he says. I've listened to this, but it was a while ago, so I might be missing some things, which is part of why we're reviewing it here, folks, because there's always going to be bits and pieces we pick up that tie into the bigger picture. Now, the other thing, the fact that I don't necessarily trust Stephen Kinzer as sort of this uh, you know 100% transparent good actor in all of this it doesn't matter generally 95% of what these misinformation and disinformation players uh, do is 95% of the time it's real information it's the truth that's what gets people to bite it's just a matter of what they leave out and or what they inject into it and or which direction they steer people in. And so if this is supposed to be, here it is, MKUltra case closed, it's done, well, then that was his purpose, was to write about these horrible things and then close the book on it. You know, his book is the definitive end. This doesn't go on anymore. It's totally fine, folks. Move on, move on. Uh, Nothing to see here. All right, let's continue.
0: So MKUltra was the most sustained search in history for techniques of mind control.
3: So LSD was created in 1943 by Dr. Albert Hoffman at the Sandoz Laboratories in Basel, Switzerland. How did the CIA find out about LSD?
2: Okay, so as they're saying, in 1943, LSD was created, okay, in Switzerland. Let's just write this down in our notes for later. All right, let's continue.
0: As part of the search for drugs that would allow people to control the human mind, uh, CIA scientists became aware of the existence of LSD, and this became an obsession for the early directors of MKUltra. Actually, the MKUltra director, Sidney Gottlieb, can now be seen as the man who brought LSD to America. He was the unwitting godfather of the entire LSD counterculture.
2: Okay, so you see there where he throws in that Sidney Gottlieb was the unwitting godfather to the LSD counterculture? Okay, now where would he get this information that Sidney Gottlieb was the unwitting? Meaning, he didn't mean to launch an LSD culture here in the United States that the CIA is innocent in this folks you're going to hear we set up fake foundations and spread the LSD around to hospitals to universities to prisons and ran experiments on people what is unwitting about that at all okay did it launch this counterculture They spread this stuff into the sort of uh, extremes of society and launched the counterculture. So this is, I mean, you have to understand, this is where I I just have to disagree with Stephen Kinzer and think that possibly he is pushing people away from the truth. All right, let's continue.
0: In the early 1950s, he arranged for the CIA to pay $240,000 to buy the world's entire supply of LSD. He brought this to the United States and he began spreading it around to hospitals, clinics, prisons, and other institutions asking them through bogus foundations to carry out research projects and find out what LSD was, how people reacted to it, and how it might be able to be used as a tool for mind control. Now, the people who volunteered for these experiments and began taking LSD, uh, in many cases, found it very pleasurable. They told their friends about it. Who were those people? Ken Kesey, the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, got his LSD in an experiment sponsored by the CIA, by MKUltra, by Sidney Gottlieb. Uh, So did Robert Hunter, the lyricist for The Grateful Dead, uh, which went on to become a great purveyor of LSD culture. Allen Ginsberg, the poet who uh, preached the value of the great personal adventure of using LSD, got his first LSD from Sidney Gottlieb, although...
2: Okay, okay, so see, now, the, you know, all of these people, I, we're going to get into depth on this stuff in another show, all right? But I'm just showing you here, uh, I just have to make the point that, um, you know, this counterculture that sprung out of all of this illegal stuff that the United States government was doing, you know, via Sidney Gottlieb, uh, was there was nothing unwitting about it. They set up fake foundations. They spread this stuff around. And then you're supposed to believe that, uh, you know, this LSD counterculture just rose up, just sprung out of nowhere, and it backfired on the CIA, uh, as, as you will hear him talk about, that it backfired on the CIA and launched this counterculture that was against everything the CIA was building. Well, it obviously wasn't. It obviously wasn't against anything because look at this LSD push that went on during that time. The the, the CIA, if they're using LSD to mind control people, the more people they get to use LSD, then they are mind controlling more people. I mean, wouldn't that be the point, folks? So, that's where this Stephen Kinzer, I just don't trust everything that he's saying. I believe 95% of this information is true, which is why we're using it as a resource. But then the direction that he pushes things by saying it was unwitting, or uh, he later says that Gottlieb was this compassionate guy who was a torture, a prolific torturer. All right, let's continue. Oh,
0: of course, he never knew that name. So cia brought lsd to america unwittingly and actually it's a it's a tremendous irony
2: the unwittingly see again and now it's an irony all right let's see how he explains
0: this the drug that the cia hoped would be its key to controlling humanity actually wound up fueling a generational rebellion that was dedicated to destroying everything that the cia held dear and defended
2: okay now now okay you can only laugh at that folks so this drug that the cia was on the search of finding and developing to control all of humanity later fueled this counterculture against everything the cia found dear and near. well what is it that they found near and dear to them Oh, you don't have an answer? Okay, so if their job was to spread it around and to control people's minds with it, how do we not know that the folks who ended up taking it during the counterculture movement aren't mind-controlled by the CIA? How do we know that anything that they were doing was actually counter to what the CIA's actual goals were? We don't know because the CIA didn't publish it. But when you look forward, we're going to show you, I I just don't want to jump the gun here, but when we look at some of the people who were part of this LSD craze, some of these people have ended up in very highfalutin positions today that are part of the technocratic transhumanist movement. And so if the CIA's goal as kinzer admits was to control the population right mind control then what's the next step in mind control is basically a if you want to control all humans why would you not want to erase all humans and so now some of the people involved with the technocratic transhumanist movement are in fact people that were part of this lsd counter culture and the same people that are behind Singularity, the merger of man and machine today, are also behind pimping LSD, folks. More on that. Don't worry. I'm going to unravel this for you when we get back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv.
1: to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. All right, folks, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and this is pain.tv slash gold, folks. I am here for to wake people up to the truth about technocratic transhumanism, but I am unwittingly waking you up to the truth about technocratic transhumanism, folks. It makes you feel like you're actually tripping on lsd having to listen um to this gaslighting going on here i think by journalist stephen kinzer if anyone knows him listen i would have him on to have a a, that i would do a debate I don't want to turn this into a debate show, but I would debate some of this stuff. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm hearing this all wrong. But to be honest, I don't see that the CIA spending uh, $240,000 to buy all the LSD in the world, bring it here, set up bogus foundations, and then spread this stuff around to institutions and run experiments on people. And then when later we see what happens, you call it... Uh, You know, that it was unwittingly done. No, no, I just don't buy it, folks. I'm not going to be gaslit like that. All right, let's continue. We have a lot to cover.
3: Even Timothy Leary, who turned a lot of people on to LSD and helped guide them through trips, he found out about LSD because of Sidney Gottlieb. He wasn't part of one of the experiments. But what's the connection?
0: You're absolutely right. Tim Leary, who became the great guru of LSD, first came across psychedelics through Sidney Gottlieb. Although, uh, like all these other people, he would never heard Gottlieb's name because Gottlieb lived in complete invisibility. So Tim Leary's interest in psychedelic drugs was sparked by... An article that appeared in Life Magazine in 1957. It was about a couple of Americans who had gone to Mexico and found the magic mushroom that produces hallucinations.
2: Okay, so this article, written, what he say, in 1953? About two people who... That was part of the normalization. That was part of propagandizing people into utilizing to using LSD, to use psychedelics, which was exactly what the CIA was trying to do. The article itself was a piece of propaganda. I'll dig that up one day, we'll find it. And what is Joe Rogan doing today? The same exact thing. Pushing people towards these psychedelics. Now, like I said, I'm a fairly libertarian guy. I'm about liberty, personal freedom. You want to jack yourself up on drugs, alter your mind, you know, mess up your your state of mind so the government can manipulate you, fine, do it. I'm sure the government isn't trying to do that, which is why they controlled the drug trade, including pot for many years. They finally just quote unquote decriminalized it and set up pot shops all over the country that you can buy government sanctioned pot from they're doing it because they love you not because they want to mind control you oh no no they don't want to control your mind they just spent somewhere between 10 and 20 years during the 50s and uh, all the way to the 70s working on controlling your mind with drugs right but they don't want to control your mind today today it's just because some libertarians pushed it hard enough it took 20 years and now it's legal and you could buy it at a government pot shop come on folks Come on here. I mean, you you hear this, and now all of a sudden, this little program with $240,000 in LSD spreads around, and now this guy, Kinzer, has named at least four highly influential people in the counterculture – ended up becoming promoters of lsd and there's many 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 more and you could tie this all into i was just talking to maria albanese co-host of the thomas Payne podcast about this today you could tie this all in to the intentional intentional development of the counterculture by the cia by the cia this is i'm telling you there's something sneaky here with kinzer all right let's continue
0: leary was fascinated by this he later went to mexico and before he ever tried lsd he was using those magic mushrooms what he did not know and had no way of knowing is that that expedition to mexico that produced the life magazine article was paid for by Sidney Gottlieb and the CIA. It was part of his effort to test all kinds of substances, including naturally occurring ones like shrubs and trees and barks and mushrooms and fish parts and animal pieces as possible tools for mind control.
2: So, so, so ask yourself, folks, uh, if you're on the video side, you're seeing me pretty much laughing over here ask yourself how this guy this journalist kinzer can say that the counterculture was unwittingly launched by gottlieb when he's saying that the article in the time life magazine about these gentlemen going down to mexico and getting high on the magic mushrooms which was a plant by gottlieb which inspired timothy leary to go down there the whole thing was written purposefully to propagandize and suck people into the idea of doing this which is exactly what happened so there's nothing unwitting about that it was actually successful it was successful successful our government our state did this folks all right let's continue
0: uh, it's not surprising that uh, later on in life, Tim Leary said the entire LSD movement was started by the CIA. If he had known better, he would have said it was founded by the CIA and, in particular, Sidney Gottlieb.
3: So just so I understand this correctly, so the CIA what what he should have said was
2: it was started by the state, all right, because there's no Sidney Gottlieb, there's no CIA, there's no executive branch without the state. It was the state that did all this. Let's continue.
3: Basically set up phony philanthropic foundations, which then funded university and college research, and it's through those research experiments that people like Ginsburg and Kesey and Robert Hunter got introduced to LSD. And the university researchers had no idea that their research was actually being funded by the CIA.
0: I think that's largely correct. So Stanford University was running a program in which they asked for volunteers to come in and try this new substance. Allen Ginsberg was one of the volunteers. So was Robert Hunter. A similar set of experiments was going
2: yeah yeah and then all of a sudden these guys just elevated out of nowhere and became famous wow the cia should should be in the guinness book of world records for running uh illegal experiments through front organizations front foundations bogus foundations they set up bogus trials in partnership with all these universities uh, and then all of a sudden, they just magically make all these famous people out of it. Give me a break, folks. Give me a break. All right, let's continue.
0: Going on at the Menlo Park Veterans Administration Hospital. That's where Ken Kesey took LSD for the first time. He-
2: okay, and the Veterans Administration, right, who he just said was running one of these experiments. You wait and see what I have for you coming up. You wait and see how this... This supposedly ends in the early 60s, as uh, Stephen Kinzer is saying. It never ended, folks. It never ended. All right, let's continue.
0: He was so excited about it, he took a job in the hospital and began stealing the LSD to give it to his friends. That became the basis for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So all of these original strands that came together in the 60s to produce this great countercultural revolt based around LSD— can be traced back through these bogus foundations to the CIA and ultimately the director of MK Ultra, Sidney Gottlieb. But
2: see, th- th- this is where that's... So- okay, I'm sorry. I'm just getting very upset with this because I don't like to be gaslit. But the issue is this. There was no counterculture that pushed back against the CIA. The CIA... Is alive and well. The CIA is still running this stuff. The CIA has InQtel, which it launched in the early 2000s that funnels all of the CIA, FBI, NSA, and DOD money over to Silicon Valley. And that money trickles into companies controlled by guys that are invested in the current psychedelic movement. So if you just want to make this simple and look at it from the standpoint of LSD and psychedelics, there was no counterculture that pushed back against the CIA. Is he saying the anti-war culture of the sixties? How many wars have we gotten in since then? There's been no pushback whatsoever from any counterculture that wasn't controlled by the CIA. Everything is social engineered, folks. We have entered a time now where we are talking about publicly merging man with machine and ending humanity and and the natural world. So there's no counterculture. Did the hippies win and get a natural world? No, they did not. So th- this is a fraud. This is a fraud. Now, I believe everything he's saying is true. I just believe his job is to direct you, to misdirect you, to push you down. Okay, here's the road straight ahead, but you're going to turn and you're going to curve to the right or you're going to curve to the left. That's what he's doing. All right, let's continue.
3: Now, there's a much darker side to this program because a lot of people who were being experimented on, they were prisoners. I mean... They had no idea what they were being given. One of those prisoners was the famous gangster Whitey Bulger, who was serving time then for hijacking a truck. uh, And he was in the Atlanta penitentiary. So he actually wrote something describing his experience. Can you give us uh, a summary of what he said? Now, we talked about this a
2: little bit yesterday, but I am going to let this play through because I think all of this stuff is very important. This collection here. Um, this information on MKUltra coming from the person who's deemed the foremost expert, who's really representative of the official narrative, the story that we are supposed to believe, all of the information of which around MKUltra I do believe. I just believe when he says that Gottlieb was unwittingly the creator of the counterculture or Gottlieb was somewhat compassionate of a guy, that's the misdirection. But the information itself I believe, and there's very limited out there you can get on this because supposedly Gottlieb and his cohorts destroyed all this information upon him exiting this MKUltra program so they destroyed a lot of the information and then supposedly someone like Kinzer picks it up and then he writes this book so we have to li- listen to Kinzer if we want any information into MKUltra and at least what these supposed government documents say about MKUltra ultra but it's important because you're going to learn a lot more stuff here and then we're going to connect it into what we're doing and i'm going to show you that none of this ended we're still doing it this was all a transition from paperclip and we're going to go into depth on paperclip but then we're going to go backwards because i'm going to show you what we were doing before before the war with the nazis Uh, and then maybe it'll shine some light on why we went over there, and then we started hiring these Nazis to come back and work over here. It was just consolidation of technocratic transhumanism. So then it's going to bring you up to where we are with DARPA, Brain Initiative, Cyborg Soldier, and the rest of this stuff, folks. It all ties in i told you it all connects this is just one giant crocheted blanket ladies and gentlemen i'm dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold more listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv
1: join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold